Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. Who are you going to call? Two Redheads! While we don't have any advice on how ghosts can make your life easier, we invite you to join us for some spooky speculations into the spirit world. We'll scare up some new science on the world of the paranormal, banter on our beliefs, and haunt some new shows in preparation for All Hallows Eve. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening, wherever you are in the world. It's very weird being back online to talk to you. Yes, it is very weird being separated. Yes, we had a fun time when I came out to visit. We did. It was such a good time. Oh, we got to see all of our past interviewees in person. You finally got your first cup of tea at Dandelion Tea House. Delicious. Amazing. Yes. And it had glitter in it. Always a bonus. Right. Anytime you can make a nice swirly drink, especially it was kind of orange, wasn't it? I mean, that kind of, it was orange and gold. The upcoming holiday of Halloween. Yay. Yeah, Yeah, I know. But we did get to do something else fun where you got to use some orange yarn for a while while you were in town. And you did too. We taught you uh, something for our hobbies episode. My very first crochet stitch. My mother will be so proud. I hope so. Actually two, as I understand. I did the chain and then the whatever the stitch is after that. The crochet. (laughs) Okay, then I'll have to, to... there was a specific name that Kelly used and I can't remember what it was now. I don't know the stitch names. Apparently I was doing a stitch, kind of not a stitch, but... And I always wondered why I went through yarn so fast. It's because I was like using twice as much. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. We got to do some business, got to have some fun. Absolutely. And now we're back and we're about to get into, yes, as you said, the season of autumn. And with that comes Halloween. Yay! Witches and warlocks and ghosts and goblins and all things fun Halloween. Yes, which and a lot of that we covered last year when we did, did like kind of more of the history right. of Halloween came to be. Mm-hmm. And this year we're going in a slightly different direction. Yes, ghosts and ghoulies. What do you believe? Yes. We, so. I think this time though, share a slightly similar view on the paranormal adjacent similarities perhaps <laughs> coming from two different spots though yes so you guys will just have to keep on listening to find out what that is absolutely so let's just get right. started with our first question yes. first question dallas do you believe in ghosts tough question <laughs> i'm oh. a science i'm a scientist at heart i mean this should be a yes or no question right yes I'm a scientist at heart, so the scientist in me says no, but the fun Halloween person inside me and some encounters that I have had throughout my life and, and stories that other people have had, I like to keep an open mind about things. Okay. So possibly. So sometimes. Sometimes. I think that it's still out there. Okay. There's possibility. 
You. Okay. So I do not believe in ghosts. However, if you take that a little bit into the spiritual angle, which we know I am religious and spiritual, I do believe that there are angels, spirits, guardian angels. I don't know whatever word you want to assign to them. Mm -hmm. I do believe that they are out there watching over us. I don't believe they're in houses making noises and (laughs) trying to, you know, scare you out of places or make you fulfill their destiny so they can move on. (laughs) Now that is interesting though, because you say you're religious. Yes. And you're a Catholic. Yes. Uh, Ish. Ish. Catholic-ish. Okay. And the Vatican, though, does subscribe to there are ghosts, there are poltergeists, and exorcisms. How do you feel about that? I think exorcism is something totally different. That you're you're starting to bring in evil incarnate, which I think we toss that term around a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit more than just, oh, he's evil incarnate. Evil incarnate actually means you are you have the evil in you. And I believe that is true for some people. But the other one is purgatory. I don't think purgatory is on earth again, rattling chains like in Scrooge. Right. <laughs> you know, with the oh Jacob Marley. I don't I don't right. think that I, I don't think that's purgatory. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how I feel about purgatory. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm not fully Catholic. So yeah, but I do think there are things that cannot be explained. I just don't assign them to anything specific, like that is a ghost or that is a poltergeist or whatnot. I do believe in angels. I do believe in guiding spirits, Mm -hmm. but I'm not so much with the haunting in the traditional ghost sense. Gotcha. You said a little bit earlier, the unexplainable. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an unexplainable or ghostly encounter? I felt uncomfortable in situations and in some places I felt good. And I think that's maybe um, a lingering. Mm -hmm. That could be just a lingering feeling or my subconscious knowing something good happened here. Something bad happened here. Mm -hmm. How about you? very possible. I have not. Like you, I have had those instances of there's a different feeling. It's not necessarily that I've seen a ghost or that I've heard something knocking around or that my, you know, but I've had the, the ones that I hear most often, the cat was responding to something that wasn't there. Or again, that eerie feeling that something is around uh, or that something just isn't right Mm -hmm. in that particular situation. So yeah, just like you, it's kind of a a feeling not really i would call it an encounter kind of thing but a little bit later we'll get into there is some new science around this and why you may be feeling those feelings might have a scientific basis interesting so we were talking about the bad feelings before you know and i know you don't believe in the good ghost and bad ghost kind of thing but have you ever had the bad feel where have you had the bad feelings well the most recent one, and I've, I've it hasn't it has not been often, but you know I love true crime, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I geared myself up, and me and another really good friend, we went to the Lizzie Borden house, where again, 
allegedly <laughs> Lizzie was well Lizzie was acquitted but we all know I believe that Lizzie did it but going into that house it is a bed and breakfast and they say it is haunted mm-hmm. going into the house knowing what happened knowing where it happened I don't know if that was like a trick on my mind or an actual sensation Mm-hmm. But I do believe not quite an aura, but just a feeling can linger. And I feel like knowing the history of that house, I wasn't just apprehension. Oh, I wonder if I'll feel it. I wonder if I'll see the ghost because, you know, I'm not going mm-hmm. in to see that. But I did feel very uneasy in the house. And I've mm-hmm. been to other places where people have been murdered. I've been to battlefields where mm-hmm. thousands of soldiers have been murdered. I've been to Culloden and other places where I've been to the Tower of London. Never quite had that feeling, but something about this place did cause me unease. And that is directly in line with what some of the new research into the paranormal is saying, that it's about the psyche of the person in the situation. You are setting yourself up for it. By Mm -hmm. saying, you know, you know where it happened, you know what happened, you're creating that kind of potential for something to happen as it goes in. And that is a very interesting aspect of this. I think it is a huge part of do you believe in ghosts or not, Mm -hmm. is are you setting yourself up for the possibility of it in the first place? This really interesting study where they had two groups, one group, they were both watching a psychic bend a spoon kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And what they did was in the one group, they had the test subjects and then they had a bunch of actors in there who were skeptics. And all they were saying were the negative skeptical things about that particular situation. And nobody saw the spoon bent. But in the other room, they had a different set of subjects. And in that case, they had a bunch of actors in here who were saying, Things like, wow, did you see that? You know, I I think I saw the spoon bend. They were looking at it from a very different perspective. And oddly enough, that group, people saw the spoon bend. So it's how much psychological influence goes into it ahead of time. If you go into a situation negatively thinking ghosts don't exist, I'm not going to see anything, nothing's going to happen. How much does that influence whether it does or not? And see that I I can't explain it for me because again, this place, it happened, but I mean, I've also been to the spot where Joan of Arc was, was burned at the stake. (laughs) I have been to where Marie Antoinette was beheaded, you know, and I've never gotten that before that feeling, that feeling. Mm -hmm. So I can't explain it. I mean, it wasn't like I said, you know, I saw an apparition running by with an ax a la (laughs) the haunted mansion at Disney world. No. You know, that's what I think of when I think of ghosts, mm-hmm. right? You know, the ballroom scene where all the dancing yeah, and the, and I the, love that scene. all the, all the, yeah, all the animatronics. That's what, that's what I think of. That's still my and favorite that's definitely not house. what I experienced. Like I said, it was just a, just a feeling, just a morbid feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece of what this article goes through on the different aspects of why we might experience some kind of, of paranormal event in our life. And one of the big ones too was sound. So there are certain frequencies Mm -hmm. of sound that 
we can't hear, but it gives us a, a certain feeling when we hear those sounds. We don't, again, hear them consciously, but in subconscious terms, then it kind of gives us the creepies. You know, they use these in various movies and shows to really get us going. You yeah. don't know the sound is there, but it's there. And it just might be, in fact, there are a couple of areas in the world where this kind of sound phenomenon really created massive psychological issues for a particular town because there was a low frequency hum that something within the city was creating and that people were responding to, but didn't know that they were hearing it because it was too far outside of their, their hearing range. I so, you know, that. that is something that they could have put that in the house to kind of add to the effect. They might not have, but it's something that is also can per trigger these types of feelings of paranormal experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that the science behind some of this is now becoming really interesting, but I ought to say you still might've been feeling a ghost. Because what I see as a ghost, what I feel as a ghost, mm -hmm. is not the traditional, you know, haunted mansion, right. legless, you know, or even Beetlejuice for that matter, you know, ghost flying through the air, floating, floating, translucent, that kind of thing. That's, that's not mine. Mine is energy. Because I, from physics, we know energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just changes into a different type. And so what I believe sometimes is that in those types of situations, especially in the Lizzie Borden house, the amount of energy that was expended by all of the people involved in that leaves a mark. It doesn't go anywhere. So it just changes into something different hmm. and it can linger in those areas. So that's, that's what I believe is that it can actually affect the energy patterns in certain areas and why you get more feelings of those types of things where you were saying Culloden, some other people might, or Gettysburg, something like that. Yeah. And see, I had no, obviously it was a somber area to be mm -hmm. in all these places that I've mentioned. I wasn't yeah. like, you know, going around going, whoa, look at me. I'm <laughs> stepping on the bones of the Jacobites or look at me, <laughs> Gettysburg. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. No. So it's just, you know, what are the different types of things that might affect us? And some people, I think, that really do have these types of paranormal experiences, I think they may just be more attuned to these different electromagnetic fields and sounds than other people might be and don't know it. I mean, I'm, I'm a skeptic. You know, I'm a skeptic. Oh, absolutely. Be a yeah. skeptic because I'm a skeptic as well. But what is flooring me recently is just the sheer number of TV shows and movies around ghosts. It wasn't that long ago that you were a nutter if you talked about ghosts or believing in ghosts. And now the show Ghosts is one of our faves. We both like the UK version and the US version. I think I like the US version a little bit better this time around. I, I like the US version. I, I don't like know it. why. I honestly just think it's the actors. Could be. Because a lot of them I knew before the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, that's that. And, and a lot of the storylines are similar. But by the way, if you have not watched it, now that there's the strike going on, go back and binge it. Yes. Catch it's, up. It's fun. It's funny. And I mean, it is the all the stereotypes of ghosts. It is. They did a good yes. job. 
Oh, I love it. That's if if goes, I've, I have told my husband, I said, I wish I lived in that. I wish I lived in that house and had those ghost friends. (laughs) I wish I believed in them so I could be friends with all of them. Yeah, definitely. That would be a dream. It would be great. Lots of friends, one place. Yeah. And then they can kind of go away. I just don't. No. No. And I don't believe in the other. I know you mentioned what the ghouls and the beasties and all that. Like, like, right. The ghouls and the poltergeists and the, that type of stuff. Yeah. So like Sasquatch or the Yeti or what else is he called? (laughs) Bigfoot. No. And the Korean outside of the paranormal there, but well, no, some people are diehard that that's something or Mm -hmm. the Korean toilet ghost. Right. That's a th- yes. that's more urban legend, but people mm-hmm. believe it. Oh, and what's another what's another one? The Loch Ness monster. I want to believe so hard because <laughs> I've been there and I I like we went out on a boat and we looked for her. We're going next year to look for her mm-hmm. again. I want to believe in the Loch Ness monster, but I just don't. Which is I mean, obviously right. there's probably a malformed giant fish at some point. Oh, absolutely. You know, there, I mean, I think everything comes from some starting point i don't know what are some what are some other ghouls that you were talking about there's lots of famous ghosts out there Mm -hmm. the the gray lady there's bloody mary there's you know a lot of them having to do with beheaded queens the flying dutchman which is not a person but a ship i mean there's there are lots of different ones and i'm just getting into a few of the areas you know you mentioned the korean ghosts there are some very famous japanese and some others as well that around the world so it kind of makes you think like does the paranormal really exist if so many people have this belief or in this case i ran across an article from the bbc on the psychology of paranormal and According to a recent survey, as many as three quarters of Americans believe in the paranormal. And in some form, nearly one in five, that's a lot, claim to have seen a ghost. So here's my question, though. Now, you've mentioned like the top five Casper ghosts of fame or however many. mm -hmm. But like, why are they like, why are they the famous ones? Why is it not the house down the block? Maybe that had a murder in it. Right. You know, why or do these ghosts have the ability to just keep showing themselves? Are they stronger? Are they, have they been here longer? What is this ship about? How is a ship a mm-hmm. ghost exactly. or an apparition or whatever? Right. So I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people want to be drawn in. I'm not saying no, no. that I'm right. Mm-mm. Of course, I would never, if you, if someone says they believe in a ghost, I'm like, okay, I'm not you. Right. I was not in your situation. But I just, I'm skeptical for myself. And here's a question to you then. Is it the person telling you about the ghost and their ghost encounter? What sways you to believe if ghosts are real or not? And again, in that same BBC article was a really great example of, is it the influence of that? Because you were saying like, why are these ghosts known? Because we believe them more, because we know the backstory more because of the person telling it to us. So here was the Mm -hmm. amazing piece of this, this article that I really loved. Supposedly, Winston Churchill, soon after World War II, was visiting the White House. And after taking a long bath, he walked back into the adjoining bedroom 
and was met by the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Supposedly said, good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have me at a disadvantage. And supposedly the spirit smiled and vanished. So he was perfectly not caught off guard. Nope. By being naked and running into a dead the president. ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Mm-hmm. But again, Winston Churchill. Do we lend more because of the person with the story? And he's not the only one. Alan Turning, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, has also claimed to have had a paranormal experience. Well, now I believe that. And these are all- You would say that. Well, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Alan Turing, though, scientist all the way, cryptographer, famous cryptographer. So we have to be then thinking- Do we lend more credence to some of these ghosts and these experiences because of the people who came to it with us, who told us the story Mm. or not? I don't know. Right. It's just like I said, being on the religious, the more religious side of it, Mm -hmm. you know, I believe your spirit moves on. So there could be ghosts and it could be something totally different than what I'm picturing as a ghost. Very possible. Maybe it's, it's not even someone who was human. I don't know. Maybe not. Could it be something from, again, the evil side of the world? <laughs> right. Even so the friendly a... ghosts. Like I said, I would love to have friendly ghosts on my side. With uh, little yeah. ghostly powers. Casper. You know, we've covered a few of the things as to why people might believe in ghosts, not believe in ghosts. And again, some of the science is is coming around to take a look at this. A couple of the things that Scientific America had as, you know, possible reasons, scientific reasons for ghosts right? Mm-hmm. Dismissing people, which I don't believe in doing. No. But other things that they mentioned were things like mold. Mold in your house can have very strong impact on your health. Yeah. And your psychology. I mean, it is a very devastating spore. So I mean, as, mold... as can any sort of like metal mm-hmm. toxicity. Yes. Or exactly. asbestos. Lead in, your, lead in your paint, asbestos. Carbon monoxide poisoning which you talked about during our travel, you know, take a little carbon monoxide monitor with you. <laughs> so you don't, so when you're visiting the White House, you don't have to see Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. Make sure you're not suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning first. But the other thing too was just drafts, you know, and some some ghost movies have outlined this as well. And some of the ghost shows outline this as well. There's like ghost hunters and ghost explorers and the ghosts of pasts and the ghosts. Of, I mean, there's multiple ones now. It just, floors me that there are so I've many never se- i've never seen one i mean 1980s when ghostbusters came out people were like okay yeah that is definitely a movie yeah and people who were deep into the paranormal were still on that edge of hmm, hmm, crazy but I now mean... i mean it really is in the mainstream but the other thing was like there are different things that happen in the construction with pipes as pressure changes as temperatures change you know something could just be have a it's not secure a pipe is not secure against a wall and as the temperature changes or as something else is affecting it it's what's banging against the wall it's not a ghost it was just a pipe but the other thing too that i thought was really fun in the scientific america article was we enjoy being afraid i don't absolutely not no i want to live in a world of sunflowers and rainbows and smiley faces and nothing nothing scares me nothing jumps out at me mm-hmm. no no i don't like being scared at all but we obviously do because that is no, a we huge no. industry for well, hollywood for other people. A lot of people do 
look at the horror movie genre. I mean, that thing goes nuts, especially around Halloween and around at the beginning of the year. They have now found a new kind of niche at the beginning of the year. Scary movies come out. Oh, now I made, I don't know if we were dating or already married, but it was early on. I made my husband watch uh, Darkness Falls. That's <laughs> right, but that's one so, of our fun ones. That's not a no, that was scary that, movie. Dude, the evil tooth fairy who was burned alive at a lighthouse. I will not go to a lighthouse to this day, even though I know that was fiction. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Do not scare me. <laughs> I will have a grudge against you if you scare me. <laughs> well, I'm not intending to scare you on this particular episode. There's no ghosts walking in or my ever. house or anything like that. So, or no ever. Your cat freaked me out when it jumped up on the ledge when I was there. <laughs> Almost had a heart attack. Well, speaking right, of this... that, do you believe that Stuart has the ability to see ghosts or pick up on something else? I think he picks up on stuff, but it's mostly, I think, weather. Mm-hmm. And I think that's change in air pressure. Uh, his sensitivity to noise right stuff like that like I never see him like staring off at something or you know some dogs run across the room to look for something mm-hmm. Stuart doesn't run to begin with <laughs> who knows about animals who really knows about any of this so the recap we have for this week is believe what you will we all have different beliefs whether you want to feel that there is something else out there that there is life after death, that the dead can contact us again. Or once it's done, it's done. And don't make fun of other people for their beliefs because you never know if they're right or they're wrong. (laughs) You never know if that crystal ball is real. Very true. The science is still out. Lots to come. So our challenge this week is we just want to hear your encounters if you have any. Do you have a ghost story to share? Or do you have an, no, I already said encounter. I'll just do ghost story to share. Let us know. Tag us on Instagram, write it in comments, message us. However you want to get in touch with us. We would love to hear some real life stories from our friends and listeners. Thanks for joining us on this week's Spirit into Ghosts, Ghouls and Apparitions. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. Come with us next week as we dig deep into your closet. We'll help you create and curate the perfect capsule wardrobe, including insight on how to integrate timeless and classic pieces so you save money and waste less. Follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at next week's episode. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. And this is the Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors.
The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintofillpodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.